0: I'm Eileen Ray McCann for Circle of Blue, and here's What's Up With Water, your need-to-know news of the world's water. In Europe, drought continues to take an economic toll, with losses in shipping, agriculture, and hydropower. Drastically low water levels in the Rhine River are disrupting shipping and crimping inland supplies of key commodities from coal to motor fuel. At the current water level, few barges can dock. Industries are scrambling to work around the shipping snag by using trains and trucks, but supply shortages will ripple across the continent. Switzerland resorted to emergency stockpiles of diesel when some parts of the river receded to knee-high levels and fuel barges could not approach the country. Prices spiked, which the Financial Times described as a reaction more commonly associated with war in the Middle East than dry weather in Germany. BASF, a leading chemicals company, has had to cut back production and warned of shortages of certain products. A vital conduit for international trade since the Roman Empire, the Rhine is at its driest since the 1920s, after a prolonged drought. This has both business and government worrying about the immediate economic impact as well as the effects of climate change on Europe's transportation infrastructure. Christoph Kusters, head of a German transport association, told the Financial Times, "...we had the problem this year that there was relatively little melted snow and ice coming down into the Rhine. A lot of goods have been warehoused in anticipation of this problem. But the longer this situation persists, the bigger the risk of shortages. In a few weeks, it could get harder. In Lithuania, the summer heat cut deeply into grain production, prompting officials to declare a state of national disaster. Crop yields are expected to be down 25 percent from last year. The drought and a slower growth in exports are being blamed for the first drop in Lithuania's economy. In eight years. In the Western Balkan countries, dry conditions and higher than average temperatures for the last two months have lowered water levels, reducing hydropower output, and raising energy prices. Reuters News Service reported last week that the Danube and the Sava rivers are so low that sandbanks submerged for decades are now visible. In Hungary, navigation along stretches of the Danube has stopped or slowed significantly. In Serbia, vessels were able to move with reduced draft, but production from hydropower plants fell by 20 percent. Energy prices in the Balkans are reflecting the lack of water. Spot power prices on Serbian and Croatian exchanges are up over 30 percent this year power utilities are being forced to import to meet demand, and this is particularly hard on Albania, which relies on hydropower. The demand from the Balkans is driving up rates in neighboring Hungary, where traders are keeping an eye on the weather forecasts. The Croatian Weather Service predicts rain, but advises that because the Danube is so huge, water levels will take longer to recover. Thus, power prices are expected to remain high in the first and second quarter of next year. In Belgrade, the director of the United Anglers of Serbia warned of other economic and ecological effects. He said that wildlife was under increased threat, adding, "...these extreme weather situations will become worse and more frequent due to climate changes." In the United States, New Jersey's largest city is facing a widening public health crisis over its tap water. After nearly a year and a half of denying a lead problem in the water system, Newark officials changed course last month, giving away 40,000 water filters. Officials were forced to act after an engineering study commissioned by the city found that measures to prevent lead from leaching into drinking water were ineffective at one of New York's two treatment plants. State officials warned that children in homes served by the plant should filter tap water before drinking it. Many residents are worried and angry. They wonder if the city has put children at risk by being negligent. Lead in tap water has been an issue of concern following the Flint, Michigan water crisis, where improperly treated water caused hazardous levels of lead which resulted in long-term reliance on bottled water and criminal indictments against local and state officials. Like Flint, Newark has a large black population and a high poverty rate. Eric Olson with the Natural Resources Defense Council told the New York Times that the parallels to Flint are clear. The city was denying a problem even though its own data was showing problems, he said, adding Newark is not as extreme as Flint, but still a serious problem. The NRDC filed a lawsuit against Newark this summer, accusing it of violating federal safe drinking water laws. Before the city took action, the organization donated filters to community groups for distribution. The Advocates for Children of New Jersey, a legal and policy group, analyzed the state's most recent publicly available data on lead and children. In 2016, over 14,000 children under the age of 6 were tested for lead exposure. About one-quarter of them had measurable levels of lead in their blood. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says there is no safe level of lead exposure for children whose mental and physical development are particularly vulnerable. Advocates for children said the data suggested a pervasive lead problem and that Newark's water could be partly to blame. In 2016, months after lead was found in Newark's schools, New Jersey required that large water systems test their drinking water for lead every six months. Newark got poor reports. Last year, nearly a quarter of the samples from its water system taken during the first half of the year exceeded the federal threshold requiring action. And for every six-month monitoring period since, the system showed elevated levels of lead. Newark's mayor, Ross Baraka, defends the city's response, suggesting that media reports mischaracterized the situation. He told reporters that Newark has some of the best drinking water, and the issue was unsafe infrastructure. City officials blamed some 15,000 lead service lines, the pipes that connect the water main to plumbing in houses and buildings. Newark said it was helping to replace these service lines, which could take up to eight years. However, the Natural Resources Defense Council asserted that the problem was not the lead service lines, but a lack of proper oversight. It says that Newark failed to treat its water with chemicals that prevent leaching when water passes through lead pipes. The city uses two reservoirs for water, and only one of its two treatment plants has been performing poorly. The city said it would change how it treats water at that plant. As Newark takes action, communities remain skeptical. The city was required to notify the public as soon as water exceeded federal lead limits. It mailed letters and organized a town hall-style Facebook event. But officials downplayed the problem. They sent automated phone calls promoting the pipe replacement program, assuring the water was safe, and saying the issue was confined to a limited number of homes. The robocall incensed me, Newark teacher Yvette Jordan told the Times. The gist of it was that everything was fine. Ms. Jordan said she waited weeks for the water department to test her tap water. When it did, she found the lead was almost three times the federal action threshold. Pakistan's Supreme Court has once again banned India's television channels from its airwaves, with the Chief Justice using the ruling to criticize India's use of shared rivers. Indian television and films are popular in Pakistan, but the country has banned them off and on since 1965 in response to the rise and fall of tensions with its neighbor. Pakistan says that India is using dams on rivers as a weapon. A Pakistan newspaper said the justice referenced conflict with India over a dam being built in Pakistan. Pakistan's farmland depends heavily on rivers that pass through lands and dams controlled by India. Pakistan accuses India of trying to steal its water, which India denies. The chief justice is reported to have remarked, India is shrinking the flow of water into Pakistan. Why shouldn't we close their channels? And that's What's Up with Water. We'd like to share what's up where you are. Tweet us with your water news at Circle of Blue. Hashtag, what's up with water?